Here's a digestible little show from the folks at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Yep, it's Eat Right Radio with Melanie Cole, MS. With the epidemic in pediatric obesity, we're seeing an increase in high cholesterol levels among children. In fact, the American Academy of Pediatrics is now recommending that pediatricians do a standard cholesterol screen at annual visits for all children's ages 9 to 11. My guest today is registered dietitian, nutritionist, and Academy spokesperson, Angela Lamond. Welcome to the show, Angela. So high cholesterol, as we're seeing this pediatric obesity epidemic, now we're seeing high cholesterol levels, which can contribute to heart disease and all other kinds of things. What are we doing about this? So, uh, Melanie, this is really starting to become an increasing problem with the obesity rates the way they are, and it's really important that we catch this early on in the family unit. Um, As a pediatric specialist, um, it's really important to make those changes across the family unit. So if a a child comes in now, like you said, we are having the pediatricians are now taking and doing the blood screenings for um, children of school age. Um, And if they have high cholesterol, then we really do intervene before the cardiovascular issues occur. But it's, it's important that we start early because with uh, cholesterol going up at a young age, there's higher implications of health issues later on in life. We weren't seeing this before. We didn't have kids that were having this issue so young or people having it, and we're seeing that, and we're seeing, you know, prediabetes and all these things. So it's really important to make those changes early so we can um, turn the tide around and keep these kids healthy. Well, it certainly is so important. So pediatricians, should we be asking our pediatrician. Now we do a show here, Angela, for the American Academy of Pediatrics every single week, and we love them. They're our great friends. Now, should we be asking our pediatricians for this test, or is this going to start to kind of just work its way into the annual? Yeah, it should be starting to work its way in the annual for children starting at nine years old of age. Um, Now, certainly if a child is at risk for um, being overweight, and that is defined as a body mass index at the 85th percentile, um, and then obesity is over the 95th percentile. So that's body mass index. It takes into consideration the height and the weight together. So those those children are going to be at higher risk for blood cholesterol elevations, but certainly we are starting to see that even with children of normal weight. Um, with our activity levels, we're starting to see even if kids are normal weight, they just their bodies aren't moving enough and they have more of a sedentary lifestyle. We're seeing kids of normal weight even um, with these levels. So it's good to that's why they're starting to have like a, a screen across the board um, at that age to, to kind of take a you know a closer look. Okay, so now as parents, and and, and you're a registered nutritionist, dietitian, and tell us, what do you tell parents whose children are a little bit overweight or even obese? Do parents seem to get offended by things that you say? And as a parent, what should we be doing to help feed our children healthier? Well, I always tell parents, and I'm a parent myself, so I know this is very humbling, but it's important that we are modeling the behaviors that we want to see in our children. Um, this is the best and single best thing that we can do. Um, but I say that and also at the same time encourage parents to, um, you know, allow balance in the lifestyle. You know, we've seen it on both extremes where parents are taking it too far, 
but then parents that are not modeling the behavior. So it's remaining active. So we've got energy balance. That's really key. It's the energy in, which is the quality food that's in the house. And then it's also making sure that children are turning tech off and really having some time to run around and be active. Because we do know that people that are more active have a tendency to have better control of cholesterol. So that's one of the interventions. But certainly there's also portion size of, you know, of things that are going to be higher in saturated fat. We know that saturated fat raises blood cholesterol levels. So foods that are going to be high in um, kind of more um, fattier like fried foods and um, desserts and cakes and um, butters and those kind of things, rich foods are going to be higher in saturated fat. And those will elevate the child's um, cholesterol levels. So we need to make sure that the the quality of food is in line with that. So kids can be picky eaters as well. And you say role modeling, it's so important to role model that good behavior. But what if you've got a little bit of a picky eater and the junk is what helps raise up the cholesterol and that saturated fat you're discussing is so tempting. And so what do we do with those kids that just won't eat what we want them to eat? Well, there's a lot of behavioral aspects to feeding children, and I teach this every day in my practice in uh, the Dallas area. It's really important to start as young as possible um, to keep those behaviors um, in the right place. So the parents are in charge of the what, when, and how of eating. That means that the parents choose what is going to be served, and then the child just decides to eat the food or not eat the food. If you start that early on, eating family as much as you can as a family together um, you know, we like the, the buffet style or even the, um, you know, the allowing them to serve their own plates. It's a really good one. They could decide what to put on their plate or not. But we aren't asking the child what they want to eat because certainly a lot of children, given the, the mm. choice, will yeah. choose, you know, some foods that are going to be higher in, in cholesterol and saturated fat. So we have to discuss this with our children. Now give us your best advice about discussing it with our children because in this day and age, and you know I'm an exercise physiologist and we learn that we are not to tell our children, oh, don't eat that, you'll get fat. Or don't right. eat that, This, you know, because then we're looking at, at, at dysmorphic disorders and eating disorders and all these things. Yes. So what do we say to our children to let them know that this is an issue and we do not want them to have to grapple and worry about their weight? It's it's hard for us parents, Angela, because we do yeah. want to say, don't eat that. God, it's so hard to lose weight. And yet you can't say that because, you don't. I mean, so what are, what are yeah. we supposed to do? The best thing to do is to model those behaviors and, you know, you're you're supplying the food. So just just live it out. That's the best thing I can tell parents and encourage parents is don't talk about it as much as you're living it out. Um, Allow them to choose how much they're going to eat. You don't need to cut them off and say you've had too much. Um, Really de-emphasize and don't don't talk about, um, you know, body shape and body size. It's really important that they um, get that self-esteem early in life and, um, you know, accept bodies of all age, uh, all shapes and sizes, but it's really key just to live it out in your daily life, um, serving those healthy meals. And um, I like to talk to about foods that are going to be those high saturated fat or high sugar foods are going to be the sometimes foods. And that's not a, you know, we don't say it's a bad food. So I think psychologically it works really well with kids. You know, immediately it's a sometimes food. It doesn't p- supply your body um, the you know the type of energy that your body needs, so it shouldn't be eating all, all the time. It's 
eaten sometimes. Um, and that's a good way to frame it. So now one quick thing. We don't have much time left, but eggs have gotten a bad rap because of cholesterol. Yes. And so some parents don't want to feed their kids <laughs> eggs, but eggs are so, so good for us. What are we doing with eggs? Well, that is an excellent question because the Dietary Guidelines for Americans just um, released their new guidelines, and they aren't giving an exact um, daily number on cholesterol, um, and they didn't address eggs um, directly. What we're finding is the preponderance of ed- evidence is really showing that um, eggs may not be as bad as we thought they were. Um, cholesterol, um, dietary cholesterol may not have as much of an effect, but oftentimes foods that are high in cholesterol have a tendency to be high in saturated fat. That is not the case with eggs. Eggs have about two grams of saturated fat. So eggs definitely serve a purpose um, in the child's um, diet, and we encourage them to eat them in moderation. One egg a day is certainly very healthy. It is. And and what great advice, Angela. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Eat Right Radio with our great friends from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. And for more information, you can go to eatright.org. That's eatright.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. I ended early because I had to cough. Ha! Angela, are you still there? Oh, she hung up. Wow. That doesn't usually happen. Okay, so now we have a Brian coming up. Um, okay, I'll